0: This is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At Dobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs.
1: For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now.
0: You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. let are do it later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! With Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. In about 10 minutes or so, we are getting to one's gotta go. You give us four options, we'll tell you which one's gotta go. 314-399-9646 is the new Air Comfort Service text line to give us your options. But right now we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen and celebrity line to be joined by the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber, here on the show. Curbs, we appreciate the time. As always, man, how you doing today?
1: Brandon, I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, I apologize for a little bit of the noise as I'm taking a walk here in Montreal. So uh, you'll hear a little bit of the streets of Montreal sound as we do this. But things are going well and a great start to the road trip.
0: That city is on my bucket list, Kerb. so enjoy yourself up there. Uh, Curbs, I do want to talk oh, a little yeah. bit about this team because they're 8-3-3 and now in their last 14 games. In that stretch, they are sixth in the NHL in goals per game. They are now 2-0 and without O'Reilly and Tarasenko in the mix. What the hell am I supposed to make of this team? Is this real? What we're watching right now in your mind?
1: I really felt that one of the big problems with the first twenty-five or so games of the year was the penalty kill, and and the Blues were giving up so many goals that the special teams were really putting them behind the eight ball. The fact that that has been cleaned up as well as it has been, they made a couple of adjustments on it. Uh, Mike Van Ryan uh, took over and. Uh, I, I you know, and it was Jimmy Montgomery that did the penalty kill last year. So, uh, I, I think that's a huge reason for this turnaround. And yeah, there's other things going on with the five-on-five five game and things like that. But right now, the penalty kill isn't being a constant sore spot that's putting you behind, and it's helping this team kind of get back to a, a good mentality of hockey.
0: The other thing for me, Curbs, is they're getting contributions from a line that they really weren't getting contributions from for a little bit there and it, it's what they've gotten in the last two games from Brandon Sod, Braden Shen, and Ivan Barbashev. I mean you got some of the goals from Brandon Sod and Ivan Barbashev as well but man I mean they've been the most noticeable line I thought in the last two games.
1: Well and they need to because that line with Braden Shen is now getting the key matchups right and, and getting the you know, get, getting the, the, the a lot of the defensive responsibilities that went to Ryan O'Reilly, and, and it's important. I think Braden Shen's had a really good year. Uh, I, I think Ivan Barbashev, I know some of the scoring is down from what he did last year, but, you know, Ivan Barbashev finds a way to be impactful in a game. To me, uh, uh, one of the real keys in the last couple of games has, has clearly been uh, a much more impactful Brandon Sod. not just even in the in the goal-scoring department, but just the impact that he's having with his speed, getting in on the forecheck. Um, and I and I can't tell you explain to you why maybe the first 25 games of the year, 30 games of the year for him, were a tad benign, but uh, he's he's definitely had a, a much bigger impact. And with those guys out of the lineup, he to me is one of the real key pieces of this of this team to to get things going on track. It's just there's too much ice time and too many key spots uh, to to not be more noticeable. And I think he's been really good the last few games.
0: And, Curbs, to follow up on that and to kind of go back to the first answer that you had as well on the penalty kill, Saad has been a big part of what they've been able to do shorthanded. JR tweeted this out yesterday. He said the Saad-Barbie shorthanded pair is really something. They have more offensive opportunity shorthanded than any Blues twosome that I can remember in recent years. What have you seen from Saad and Barbie specifically on that penalty kill that has allowed them to kind of change their ways on
1: that unit? Well, I think first off, there's, there's an overall philosophy that is a little bit different in terms of how they're defending and when they go. And these are two hockey players that have a really good hockey IQ. So, one, you're just playing a better system. That helps. By putting those two guys together, they've just had some chemistry and the ability to read off each other. And, you know, you, you can say, hey, this is how we need to play. This is where your sticks need to be. When this happens, this is what we're going to do. But in the end, sometimes you just got to be able to read and react. When you're on the penalty kill, and that's where those two guys have been good. But they've also, Brandon, been really aggressive. And that's the key. And this is, this is what we saw a lot last year. The, the, moment that, the, the moment that a player has to look down at the puck or fumble a puck, those guys are on them in a hurry. And they're closing up the time that another player has to make with the puck. And, and I think that that's been huge. So they're fast, they're smart, and they have found a pretty good chemistry working together on the penalty kill.
0: Kerb, since you're talking about the penalty kill, let's go to the other side of special teams because the power play is having a lot more success. I mean, they're three for four in their last two games. They went two for two against the Toronto Maple Leafs. What stuck out to you in these two two games with the power plays that seems different from the early portion of the season?
1: Well, this might be hard to say, and there might be people that disagree with me on this, but uh, I think... The, the fact that Vladimir Tarasenko isn't on one of those units is big. And, I look, Vladdy had a couple power play goals this year, but he had gone 45 you know, regular season games without a power play goal. Now, that's just not, that's not pinning everything on him. But with, with Vladimir and Robert Thomas both on the same unit and on their off wings where neither one of them is in a one-timer position to shoot the puck, I, I think the power play was just slow. Uh, I I think some of the decision-making was slow. And then I think they they try to force the puck so many times, and Robert Thomas still does this a good amount. You know, you try to force it through, and it it doesn't work. Uh, I I think with those guys out, you know, they've, again, like every part of the game, they've just simplified. You've just got to make it simple. If there's no play, get it out along the boards. If there's no play to make it, the blue line, tip it in deep and get in on the fourth check. And I think what's happened in the last couple of games, both on the power play and... 5 on 5 is with those two key players out, they've simplified. And look how good sometimes the game looks when you're simplifying things. It, it's, it's not rocket science. It's, it's kind of hockey one-on-one.
0: Chris Kerber is the voice of the Blues joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Kerbs, uh, you mentioned Vladimir Tarasenko, and I, I don't even know if it matters because there's a decent chance that he's probably not going to play in the All-Star game, but he was announced yesterday as the All-Star for the Blues. This year, he's got 10 goals and 29 points on the season. I, I was honestly a little bit surprised to see this because as as I look at the, the roster so far, I, I think Cairo Thomas-Buchnevich for me, I would have had all three above Tarasenko in terms of uh, getting that All Star nod, and it's possible that any of those three still could. Were you surprised at all to see that Vladimir Tarasenko was announced last night as the first blue to make the All Star team?
1: You know what? I think maybe initially because I thought like you, I think I think kind of some of the pizzazz we've seen from Cairo again, probably Warren Sim being in his second All Star game. But then again, you start to look at the numbers and you look at the impact and the type of goals that he scored, and look, Vladimir Tarasenko is a really good hockey player, guys, and. You know and i know there's been some trepidation over the last two seasons because of his trade request. that you know it the the story itself disappeared because they quit talking about it but i don't think any angst about what's going to happen disappeared because none of it was ever addressed or put to bed so I, i'm thrilled for vladimir that he was selected to the all-star game i hope he's able to get back and go i hope he's able to play in it i think that would be great i think the blues have a couple of the guys to me i think you're absolutely right i i I would have loved to have seen Pavel Butchnevich have been that guy. I think over the last two years he's really earned it such an all around player for the Saint Louis Blues. But you know, that that's the hard part with all star games. Guys, I I don't put a whole ton into it because of the decision process. I put nothing into it when it comes to the voting from the fans. Sure. You know, uh you know, when when John Scott becomes an all star and then an all star M V P you're like, Okay, what are we doing here? Um and I know the players loved it because it's a great story, but in the end it happened because fans basically made a mockery of the process. So I don't put a ton into that stuff, but once a guy is selected, I, I, I think it's a good, it's a good honor. And frankly, any one of the four guys you mentioned, I, I think is a, is a fair choice for the blues.
0: Final question that I've got for you, Curbs. We'll get you out of here on this. And thanks for the time as always. Enjoy yourself uh, again up in Montreal. Who do you think starts for the Blues tomorrow night in Montreal? Who, who do you think they should go with in your mind?
1: In net, I should uh, clarify. Great. Okay, great question. So I asked Thomas Grice last night on the bus. If he, was go- if he knew if he was playing, he said, I don't know yet. Um, honestly, in this one, I'm, I'm going with, with Jordan Bennington again. I, you, you've got a chance to play a team that's lower than you in the standings, a team that is not as good, a team that is not as deep, and you need points. And so to me... I like the idea of putting, uh, of putting Jordan in there and, doing, and and putting your best team out there to guarantee you those two points as much as you can, go 3 and all along this road trip, and then play with house money against Minnesota. It's going to be a tough back-to-back. We're flying out of here after the game. You've got to clear customs in Minnesota. You're going to get to the hotel late, and then it's going to be a 6 o'clock start in St. Paul. So I, I don't know where the energy level of this team is going to be with that kind of travel, that scenario, and playing the third game in four days. You know, and really in your fourth game in, in seven days, essentially. So uh, to me, to me, I, I lean towards going towards Jordan Bennington. But I wish I had better insight to tell you exactly what they're going to do. I just haven't seen it yet.
0: No, totally fair. I, we were talking about that a, a few minutes ago to, to try to figure out what would be the best way to go about it uh, for what it's worth. Um, Alex was on your side. I, I said I, I would probably go Grice tomorrow because I think you can win with Grice and net against Montreal. Uh, against Minnesota, I just I want Benner playing the way that he has been lately and potentially being able to steal you a game there. and hope. I, I'm getting greedy. I, I would hope that you could get you know three, maybe four points out of these next two games. But it, I, I do think it's totally fair to go either direction. It, it makes a lot of sense. Hey, Curbs, enjoy yourself up there in Montreal. We'll talk with you again next week, and hopefully you're able to come home with a few more points coming off of
1: this road trip. Yeah, all right, Brandon, thank you guys very much. And listen, your thinking on that goalie situation isn't wrong. I mean, I I think both philosophies are good, and it's mm-hmm. actually a good thing to have that as an opportunity, isn't it?
0: No doubt. Absolutely. Yep, and no doubt. Uh, it's a good thing yep. that they've got a, a guy like Jordan Bennington who can yeah. handle this workload as well. He Steal started you. 75% of the game so far for the Blues. It's Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues. Always appreciate his time joining us here on 101 ESPN. You'll hear him on the call tomorrow night for the Blues versus Montreal. And then again on Sunday, Blues in Minnesota.